Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, Jenna Cameron and Jen Rich. Normally the time for a little king action. A little Howard Eskin, Thursdays with the king. Howard gracious enough to move his time to 1 o'clock today, so we'll talk to the king in an hour because Boomer Esiason will be joining us uh, coming up uh, momentarily. And obviously a heck of a lot to talk to Boomer about with pro football, everything that has gone on and all that will occur. John, what's your gut feeling on whether the, as we stand here right now, whether the Bills – Bengals game will ever be played my gut says it will not and what do you think will be the solution the Chiefs get the one seed if they win yeah James you agree with that I do 
That that's where my head is. I mean, I I'm not saying it's 100 yeah, percent or yeah. anything, but but if I had to bet on what I think is going to play out, I think it's going to play out that way. Do you think they would do a coin flip between the Chiefs and the Bills for the one seed? Maybe if the Chiefs win this weekend and the Bills win, I mean, isn't that more fair sure. than just I mean, awarding it to the Chiefs? Decide about. I mean, they've used coin flips in other situations in the history of the league. There's a precedent. The so Bills to speak. are pretty ticked about coin flipping. Um, well, they got O.J. Simpson through a coin flip. Okay, but then oh, uh, last year, last year. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, the good Chiefs. point. Yeah, it's a good point. So, are the, are the Bills happy or not happy? They won the O.J. Simpson coin flip against the Eagles. Good question. <laughs> <laughs> things have changed. Oh, things changed a little bit over the last, uh, you know, 50 years or so. Um, all right, well, anyway, Boomer Esiason on, on all this and more. We won't ask him about, you know, O.J. Simpson, but we might ask him about a coin flip. You never know. All right, um, obviously we'll get deep dive on, on the Jalen Hurts situation and, and the Eagles and their playoff possibilities. While we await Boomer, let's go to the phones. Talk to Sean right now in Cherry Hill. Hi, Sean. Yo, yo, what's up, guys? Good morning. Hey, Sean. Uh, Joe, do you want Jalen Hurts to win the MVP? Yes. When is the last time an MVP won the Super Bowl? Kurt Warner, what, almost 25 years ago? Well, Not you that you I gave away the answer. Game. Dude, you gave away the answer right there. You're normally... you gonna get it. Come on, you're the hammer. You know you were going to get that, right? <laughs> Probably. Oh, wow, okay. Could have stumped you. But, no, I, I mean, obviously it'd be cool to get both, but it just, for some reason, it doesn't happen. And then another thing, the Eagles, for – more reasons than people are thinking of need to win the division because of the coolest streak that I think is of the NFC East, nobody winning it back-to-back. If the Cowboys win it, that's over. And it's like, I don't even know how long that is now, but um, I think that's such a cool streak. Just to well, it's wild. Yeah. I mean, the topsy-turvy um, NFC East um, has been. So that'd be kind of sad to see that go. So I think they're going to wrap it up either way. I don't really, I don't, I don't even know if I want Hurts to play or not, but. Um, every Thursday during the NFL season, that is the last week, I always wake up and I'm like, damn, the season's over. Like, there's no game tonight on Thursday. So for my ripoff, I don't know if this would count. Um, and I have Amazon Prime, so it doesn't matter to me. But, like, how you have to stream stuff through other – like, it's not just watch cable to watch your stuff. You know, would that count or should well, I do that, that, I'll give you that. I mean, that's, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, the, the, you got to seek it all out. There's a lot to seek out these days, not to mention the cable bills. Ah. Tad high these days. Could have gone cable bill. Cable bill. Tad high. All right, let's talk to a tremendous quarterback from the 80s and 90s in pro football. He's been a friend of the show through the years. Does uh, morning radio up in New York for WFAN, sister station uh, of us here at WIP through the Odyssey family. And obviously, tremendous analyst for uh, for CBS with all their their football coverage, Mr. Boomer Sison. How you doing, Boomer? Joe and John, thanks for having me on today. And uh, I hear that there's some good news in the offing in uh, relation to Tamar Hamlin, and I think we all should be thankful for that and uh, glad that he opened his eyes and sounds like he's getting better each and every day. Boomer, big time. I mean, the news yesterday and then really especially today was just magnificent. And, you know, we still don't know where this is going to go, but it looks like it's really trending in the right direction. So much to unpack with it. Let's just start with what impact do you think this will have on the NFL moving forward? You know, it's hard to say, and I'm not sure what John's take on this is, but, you know, my feeling is is that, you know, there's all sorts of things that happen during games, and some things happen for the first time, and then we see how people react to it and whether or not we were prepared to handle it as a, as a community, as an NFL community, as former players, players that are in the game today, and then, of course, the medical community, how it impacts fans and everything else. I have to tell you, um, from the glasses half full, silver linings perspective, uh, the way that fans have rallied behind DeMar Hamlin and the Bills uh, mm-hmm. has been nothing short of remarkable. It's something like we all came together. We saw a tragedy together. We all felt the pain and anguish of DeMar's teammates and his family. 
And I think uh, for that moment, we all became Buffalo Bill fans and we all became uh, DeMar Hamlin fans. And then the more we got to know about DeMar because of his injuries and the deeper we dug into who this young man is, uh, the more impassioned we became about uh, our prayers uh, for him and his recovery. And now to hear uh, what we've heard today about him opening his eyes and he seems to be neurologically intact, which is the most important thing at this moment, uh, makes me feel just absolutely great that the medical uh, community there in Cincinnati did exactly what they were supposed to do. They got him to the trauma center as quickly as they probably could. And, uh, and then they took it from there. So uh, from an outcome standpoint, as we sit here today, it's remarkable. It's, it's absolutely everything that we wanted to hear. And I'd like to thank that uh, and say thank you to all the fans out there that supported his charity and, and support the Buffalo Bills. You know, can you imagine Boomer when he really uh, comes to, uh, if he does, and we, we think at this point hopefully he will, when he finds out all that went on and how many people, as you're saying, millions got involved and prayed, it's going to be – it's very powerful stuff. It just I, – and I, I'll say this. I thought the NFL did a spectacular job on so many fronts over the last four or five days. Um, you know, probably first and foremost saving his life on the field, getting him to the hospital – I, I just I think the NFL made a lot of correct decisions, and I think the, the league looks good. Boomer, let's let's talk some some Eagles here. Um, Jalen Hurts, we have varying degrees of concern, even in this studio, about how injured he is and sort of what it'll mean for this game and for the playoffs. What do you sense? What do you hear about the severity of Jalen Hurts's injury? Whether he'll play on Sunday, and whether he'll be able to give the Eagles the full go in the postseason. All right, well, that's a really good question. Um, you know, I'm like everybody else, I'm kind of shooting in the dark here, and I'm, I can only go by uh, personal experience. And I've separated both my left and my right shoulders. Uh, Is and it both AC or SC? AC, AC joints, yeah. AC joints. So I, I'm assuming that's what he has, although it may be something else. Yeah, he's something SC. Else on top of that. His is SC, so it's to the sternum, like the, yeah. the clavicle to the sternum. Right, so there could be a crack in there, you know, mm. uh, and that's a big deal. That is a really big deal. Um, at the end of the 88 season, when our team was going into the Super Bowl, it almost mirrors exactly what's happening to the Eagles right now. I got hurt, wow. I think, with three games left to go. Um, we had to win our last game to, to secure the number one seed in the AFC. I lost my right tackle, one of our best pass blockers, and uh, Joe Walter to a knee injury in that last game against Washington. And, you know, you just fight through it. But I didn't, have a, I didn't have a break in my shoulder. I just had like a mild separation in my shoulder, which still was a pain in the ass to play with. And, mm-hmm. John, you could appreciate this. I mean, you know, you got to sometimes suck it up, but only mm-hmm. if you can protect yourself and you can be somewhat uh, um, productive as you were, say, prior to this injury. You know, right. Jalen was on his way to being uh, an MVP in the, in the league. I mean, mm-hmm. so I, I think we all understand the importance of who he is. Now, I think it's a break that they play the Giants, who most likely aren't going to be playing everybody. And if they do play, say, Daniel Jones for a quarter or something, I can understand that. But they're not going to ask him to run the ball against this Philadelphia defense. So, I mean, they could somehow protect Jalen and not have to play and get the number one seed and give him another 10 days or so before he can really let loose. And I think that would probably be the conservative approach, but hopefully an approach that uh, that they could take. How likely is it you, that there's more going on with Jalen's shoulder than the Eagles are letting on? Oh, I think I think it's a very good chance. You know, these coaches, they don't have to be totally honest about everything. And I think the fact that he's not on the field and he has limited practice and some of the videos that I've seen of him throwing, 
doesn't look like he's all that comfortable. I, I don't think he's 100%, and I'm not trying to be a downer here. I'm just trying to be realistic about where he is as an athlete. And I know he wants to be on the field. I can guarantee you that. And, again, right. we often talk about player safety, and, and one of the things up within that body of player safety is protecting the player from himself and the decisions that he would make if it were left up to him. So I think they got to be careful. they got to check. And I know Nick Sirianni is a very thoughtful coach. He'll do what's right by the player. There's no question about that. Earlier, you, you a sentence you used was he was on his way to the MVP. Does that mean that you feel it's all but certain that he no longer will become the MVP this season? Yeah, it kind of reminds me of what happened to Carson Wentz uh, when he took the, the Eagles all the way to the playoffs and got hurt against the Rams. Mm-hmm. You know, he was on his way to an MVP season and then unfortunately could not play because of the knee injury. So, um, you know, it's kind of in that category. And I think uh, you would probably have to believe, and, I, and I'm a voter for the AP, so I got to go back and look at everything. Um, I would probably say right now I'm leaning towards Patrick Mahomes. You know, he's played – Every game, uh, he's been significant player in every single one of their games. He's done it a lot of different ways, both through the air over 5,000 yards and touchdown passes over 40. He's ran for touchdowns. I mean, he's been a remarkable player in his own right. So, unfortunately for Jalen, you know, the injury knocking him out against you know these these final couple of games, I think you know will hurt his chances yeah. to win the MVP. So, Boomer, I totally agree with you that it'll hurt his chances. I don't think it's fair. And let me just give you the argument, and specifically to you as a voter. To me, Hertz should look comparatively better because in his absence, the Eagles lost two in a row. I, I yeah. just it, it just drives me nuts that it probably will take the MVP from him, and I just don't think that's, you know, I know it's life's not fair, but I don't think it's fair. Well, I do know this, that uh, the same probably could have been said had they missed games uh, for Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, and Patrick Mahomes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, if those guys weren't playing with their teams, there's no way that they would be where they're sitting right now. So, uh, you know, I try to take it all into account, look at everything, look at the totality of everything. Uh, He's the quarterback. Uh, He led them to a number one seed. They haven't been able to hold up their end of the bargain without him. So we all know just how important he is to the team, and we know – what he has become, and he's going to become very, very rich beyond his wildest dreams here before too short, too long. But unfortunately, when you when you take into account the injury and the missing of games, um, you know you got you got to look at that as well, and you got to look at the totality of the other guys' uh, year as well. How much better a chance to win the MVP would Jalen have if the Giants play their starters this week? If he plays, right. you know, I don't know. I mean, I think that would help his case. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I fully expect them to win, and I fully expect them to blow the Giants out. I do. They're a better team. Um, and the Giants, again, are not going to be playing any player that has any sort of injury or swelling or problem right. that we don't even know about. So when you see the list of inactives for this game, uh, I would imagine they're going to be some significant names on there, which bodes well for the Eagles, uh, who would love to have, I'm sure, an extra week off and give Jalen's uh, shoulder a chance to, to even heal further. Boomer, is there is there any consideration from the Giants organization, given that the Eagles tanked two years ago and kept the Giants from the playoffs, trying to stick it back to the Eagles and doing what teams normally would not do, and that's play starters, especially given the classic rivalry between the two franchises? No, if Joe Judge were the uh, the coach, I would say maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but this is a different coaching staff yeah. and a different set of circumstances. You know, they were in this situation as an organization. 
way back when in 2007 when they didn't have to play a week 17 against an undefeated Patriots team. But Tom Coughlin said, you know, this is history and we're going for it. We're going to try to knock them off because we don't want them to be, uh, you know, undefeated uh, through the regular season. And it turned out to be a 38-35 game. It was an unbelievable game. And that game actually was the impetus for the Giants to go on and win a Super Bowl that year because their offense all of a sudden woke up, and they also knew that when they got to the playoffs, and uh, the Super Bowl in particular, that they could beat the Patriots because they went toe-to-toe with them, trying to keep them from going undefeated. So, But that's a different, unique situation, and that's not where the Giants are right now. If the Eagles find themselves in a worst-case scenario and there is more to Jalen's injury than the Eagles are letting on, how likely is it the Eagles can trust Gardner Minshew in postseason football? Good question. You know, can he channel his, channel his inner Nick Foles is the question. Mm-hmm. And and quite quite frankly, that team that won the Super Bowl with Nick as quarterback really elevated itself. Its defense, if you remember, well, we all remember, I mean, the defense was unbelievable in that playoff run. I remember they smashed the Falcons, I believe. And then, you know, when Minnesota came to town, they got turnovers. Yeah. And it wasn't really until the Super Bowl that Nick jumped onto the scene and had the greatest game of his life against the Patriots. So it was the team that supported the backup quarterback. So I think Nick and Gardner are very similar in, in the type of types of players that they are. So Gardner just has to go out there and don't turn the freaking ball over. If you don't turn it over, mm-hmm. you'll get the game into the fourth quarter and you'll have a chance to win. Boomer Esiason with us here, Jeddah Cameron and uh, John Ritchie on WIP. Boomer, a lot of has been on the focus short term with the Eagles, but let's just go a little longer term for a moment. I'm curious your thoughts on Hertz and his career as it moves forward. Um, big contracts obviously coming. Are you a big believer in him maintaining this level of play given style, hits it'll take, defenses of it make, trying to make adjustments? Um, do you think he can do this for seven to ten years, or is, is he um, – more susceptible to not be as good because of his style. No, you know, not he can't play as reckless as he's playing now. The hit that he took in in Chicago, they got him from behind. They didn't get him in front. So if the guy was coming in front, I'm sure he would have slid. It's one of these weird tackles that happens, and um, you know he'll he'll learn. Uh, you know, as he grows, I think that his competitiveness, his respect in the locker room, his leadership, you know, the substance side of the quarterback and the man who he has become is so powerful in that locker room that the playing part of him will elevate even higher, I think, over the next few years. And he'll refine his game, and he'll be a little bit smarter with the ball. And, you know, he, he's got great people around him. He's got great wide receivers. So it's all there for him to be a success. There's no question about it. And I think I was on with you guys. I don't know. I don't know. It may have been last year. And I think I, I told you that, look, I love Jalen Hurts because I think he's really a competitive SOB. And that can, competitiveness is what drives the team. And he fits the organization and the Philadelphia Eagle fan base and everything else perfectly. Right. Right. So I, I think, yes, I think he's going to be fine over the next few years. I, I, he's not Carson Wentz. You know, this, is a different, this is a different, completely different personality. And I think he is like one with this team and John, you and I have been in locker rooms. We know when the guy is the guy and there's no question that, you know, Jalen has earned uh, that status in my eyes. Boomer, does it look to you like defenses are starting to figure out ways to decode the Eagles offense with all of the options built into it, that they can dictate what the offense does to their liking, the defense's liking, and that that could be a limiting factor for Jalen moving forward? No, I don't think so. I think when Jalen's on the field, he makes it tough on opposing defenses. Mm-hmm. 
And because of the players that he's playing with and, you know, the skilled players that he's playing with, I can make an argument that the skilled players that he has on the field with him, including himself, are top five group in the NFL. That's how athletic they are. That's how good they are. That's how sudden they are and how many big plays they've created. So I, I, don't, I don't worry about opposing defenses. This is not like the Baltimore Ravens, who do have a limited passing attack and have to run with the quarterback and have to call runs for the quarterback. This is a, a completely different set of circumstances. The wide receivers love playing with Jalen. I don't think wide receivers appreciate you know playing with Lamar Jackson because the passing game just isn't what it is in a lot of this you know cities around the, the NFL. So, and when I take a look at the quarterbacks in this league that are out and have missed games due to injury. You take a look at it, guys. It's all the guys that like to run around and make plays and are being, you know, calling RPOs and things of that nature. You can go right down the list. That uh, and, and Jalen's one of those guys. So, you know, you have to refine the game, mm-hmm. kind of like uh, Josh Allen has refined his game. Yeah. It doesn't take nearly the hit that he took when he was younger. So, I think that's the trajectory that Jalen seems to be on. Boomer, San Fran or Dallas? Who's a bigger threat to the Eagles in the NFC playoffs? To me, it's San Fran. Uh, I think they're the best team. I think they, they, you know, with the, with the exception of the unknown, which is the quarterback, uh, their defense is the best defense in football. I know that they gave up a lot of points last week. The Jarrett's did them. That's going to happen every now and again. Uh, but they are going to be a bitch to play against. They really are. And when, you say, when, you, when you say best team, are you saying best team including the Eagles or best team other than the Eagles? I think the best team overall. I think the best team in the league Sands the quarterback because the quarterback's the big question mark. So when I look at defensive line, offensive line, playmakers, linebackers, pass rush, uh, secondary, turnovers, sacks, you know, it all points to San Francisco. All of that stuff points to San Francisco. And plus, this Brock Purdy is, is it's an amazing story that's happening in front of our eyes over the last three weeks. And you look at their offensive production and the big plays that they are getting, and he doesn't create big plays by running. Now, he moves a little bit. But the fact that this kid was Mr. Irrelevant and he's a rookie and he's put up these numbers in these games and how big these games are, it's a remarkable yeah. story that's unfolding right in front of our eyes. Boomer, two final things here, man, and really appreciate some extended time. Sirianni, John and I have a theory that he doesn't get the recognition nationally he deserves. I believe it's because he presents himself as kind of goofy guy. Uh, Belichick, Reed, not goofy. Tomlin and Harbaugh. Now, look, those guys have done it for a long time. But certainly, there's nothing about Mike Tomlin or John Harbaugh that stands there and is goofy. It, it does. Uh, what What does the national football experts think of Nick Sirianni? Well, you know, you heard Nick Sirianni support my buddy Frank Reich, right? Yeah. And, and by the uh, way, I think so he's I, I think he's a great coach. I want to be clear. I, I think yeah, he gets I, I, I think he gets shortchanged because of how he presents himself. But I'm sorry. Right. Go ahead. So, so I guess I'm a national media person, if, if you want to call me that, yes. simply because I work for the NFL today and, and, and WFN. But I would just say that Nick's a terrific coach. He's one of the young, bright coaches in the NFL. Yeah, he's awkward. And, you know, Mike McDaniel is awkward at the at the podium. Um, I would say Sean McVay is a little bit awkward at the podium. Kevin O'Connell, all of these young guys. Uh, Zach Taylor is now growing into his spot in Cincinnati as a uh, a leader amongst men. It takes a while for those guys to figure out how they got to do things. I, I think Nick is definitely in the running for uh, AP Coach of the Year. That I will tell you. You know, he's going to be right there, and uh, I'm sure Brian Dable's going to be right there. Kevin O'Connell's going to be right there. Kyle Shanahan's going to be right there. I think the Coach of the Year vote is going to be really, really interesting because I think it's going to be really split up, and it's going to be interesting to see what the final numbers look like. Boomer, Carson Wentz 
probably done as a designated starter. Jaws said on our show yesterday he thinks he is done, done in the NFL. Done. Like he'll wow. take his ball and go home, won't want to be a backup. Jaws even went as far as to say who would want him. Do you think Carson is done, done? Well, you know, Jaws would probably know him better than I do. I don't really know Carson that well, and I don't know if he's going to be willing you know, take a, a, a one-year or two-year contract from somebody as some sort of backup. I, you know, the other problem that that creates for whatever team he may end up on, it puts the coach in a very weird situation because you have him on your team and, you know, people are going to be asking questions if your starting quarterback is not playing well, kind of like what Ron Rivera has been dealing with this year. So I don't necessarily know that he's done. He, he would be done because he would not want to play under those circumstances. And I think Jaws makes a very good point about like who would want him now this is his third mm-hmm. team it's the third failure at the end of the season and it's been a, it's been messy although frank reich had him in indianapolis 27 touchdowns seven interceptions and had him on the right track until Irsay told frank you know you gotta get rid of this guy you know so if frank could have kept him for another year maybe we would have seen a different carson wentz this year and boomer final thing bills Bengals. what what hap- what will happen what should happen well, I think what's going to happen is that they're going to either they're going to call it a no contest. I can't imagine putting the Bills, even with the situation with Demar Hamlin right now, I I just can't imagine putting the Bills on a plane after this week's games and going to Cincinnati and playing that game. I just I can't envision that. That's me personally. And I would imagine that's probably part of the discussion, you know, in the Buffalo locker room and also in the commissioner's locker room. Uh, in the offices of the commissioner. I think they'll make that a no contest, and then the commissioner does have a very broad-based powers within the bylaws of the league that he can actually do what they did in 2020, saying that you know if there was a team that played less games than a team in their division or in their conference, they would go by win percentage as what would determine the seeding in the playoffs. And unfortunately, that Bengals-Bills game was a big part of that. Yeah. So. I think that's what they're probably going to do, and I'm sure that the commissioner is, has kind of slowed this down a little bit to give respect to DeMar and his family and the issues at hand from Monday night. Uh, they came out and said they're going to play Week 18, which they should be playing, and then later on, I think somewhere along the line here, they'll probably say they're not going to play that game. That would be a no yeah. contest. So that would mean if Kansas City wins on Saturday, they would get the one seed by virtue of having a better win percentage, yeah. even if the Bills – and the Bengals win on uh, Sunday. Well, I'll tell you, I think a coin flip is a lot more fair than just awarding it to the Chiefs. I, I just my opinion. But, hey, Boomer, I want to thank you, man. John and I have been in this midday time slot for six years. You've joined us probably two to three times a year. Uh, and I just want to thank you for all these years you've been on our show, man. We are big fans of you and, uh, and greatly appreciate you being part of the program. I appreciate that, Joe. Thank you very much, John. Have a great day, and uh, I'll talk to you guys soon. And make sure you let Spike Eskin know who's really boss. (laughs) (laughs) Will do, guys. Thanks. (laughs) All right, see you. There he is. A lot of information there. James, what do you got? So, actually, some information on what you were just talking about. Looks like Boomer's likely going to be right about this. Pro Football Talk just tweeted out a couple minutes ago. I'm expecting an announcement this afternoon that the Bills-Bengals game will be declared a no contest. Well, what then needs to be – and okay, so NFL playoffs would not be pushed back. They don't want to um, you know, do the thing where, this, where the conference title games gets pushed into the bye week and all that. So as far as I can tell, there's then only three options if the Bills win and the Chiefs win this weekend. Tell me if I'm missing an option. Here's the way I see it. Now, two options. There's two options. 
Option one, you go by win percentage, which favors the Chiefs. Option two, you flip a coin. I I I would go with no option one's two. No flip a coin. They're just going to leave it as it is, and that, I would flip that a coin. AFC Championship game is going to be played in Kansas City. Well, forget that Bills, because you the even Bills are going to win. You have to determine before where the game's played who's the number one seed because who gets the bye. The Kansas City Chiefs will get the bye. Seltzer, the Bills break will... the wishbone, flip it so, a coin, or you're warning it to KC if they if they have the better win percentage. I would. Flip, I don't think they're going to. I think they're just going to do what John's saying. But if I would flip a coin, I think it's more fair. I agree with you. Heck yeah, it's more fair. Bills play one less game. They're Otherwise, thirteen and three. And they would. They were in the driver's seat. They beat Kansas City. So, like the Bills, if the season. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It just plays out and they went out. They're the one seed. So, like, you know. And by the way, the implication just, back to the Eagles is massive it's... because it could determine who the Eagles play in the Super Bowl oh, if they absolutely, get there. Absolutely, yeah. Look, I think. so the... arbitrary. Look, do you... I think the Bills are going to go to the Super Bowl. I mean, I think with everything that has transpired. Harder road through Arrowhead, man. Okay. I know. I know it's a harder road. <laughs> and I know that last year, the fact that they lost there and the way that they lost there, I think that actually helps the Bills this year. We'll see. We'll see. All right, if you want to react to the, the many things Boomer Sison said, please do. 215-592-9494. Joe DeCamera and John Ritchie. On WIP. Hey, with football season nearing the end of the regular season, now's a great time, of course, as the postseason gets near, to download FanDuel Sportsbook in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sportsbook. Because right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000. That's free bets back. If your first bet doesn't win, that's when you sign up using promo code HAMMER. I don't have to tell you how many different ways you can bet. There are a lot of ways, a lot of games, Philadelphia, New York, some unknowns on who's going to play quarterback for Philly, who's going to start for the Giants. Obviously, postseason implications, MVP odds. I mean, you can get in on all of it with FanDuel Sportsbook, which has an app that's awesome. Safe, secure, easy to sign up for, by the way. Easy to navigate from game to game, league to league, to lock in on the bet or bets you want with FanDuel Sportsbook, the official partner of 94WIP. As always, the key is to sign up using promo code HAMMER. Why? Well, in this instance, you get a no-sweat-first bet up to $1,000, but it also is there for the best deals across the board. Promo code HAMMER to make every moment more this football season with FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. And of course, NAS are the letters that spell. <laughs> All right, Shutter Cameron, John Rich, 94 WIP. We'll talk to the King, Howard Eskin, in half hour. Um, yeah, that's, that Chiefs-Bills thing is interesting as it relates to the game 
Was it likely not to be played, James? Not defend- It hasn't been announced by the league. But you're saying- so I'll read you that tweet again. Uh, one sec. Let me pull it up. Uh, so this is from Pro Football Talk, obviously, yep. you know, plugged in. He said, um, I'm expecting an announcement this afternoon that the Bills-Bengals game will be, be declared a no contest. So yeah. he's expecting that it'll be announced this afternoon. Well, look, then the league's going to have to make a decision on, on who, who's the one seed if they both win this weekend. Uh, interesting. I look. You get you got the coin flip option, and you got the option to just say, "Well, it's the Chiefs." I think that's if I had to bet. I think it's probably just gonna be the Chiefs if they win. We'll see. Someone else just texted me a third option, and I'm trying to get him to call in. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off, but a third option was just brought Ooh, to me on a text I like message. Like that. We'll see if he takes right. takes the bait and calls us. Good. All right, let's go to the phone. So let's go, Charlie, right now. now. John's buddy from Harrisburg. How you doing, Charlie? Hey guys, I, I after listening to Boomer, I'm I'm more convinced than ever there was nothing that Jalen Hurts could do this year to win the MVP. Everyone already had it in their minds it was Patrick Mahomes. It's like, hmm. you know, Michael Jordan in the '90s. It's you know he's gonna win it, he, and they're gonna find an excuse. And if it wasn't the injury, it was gonna be something else. I don't know about that. I, I it was pretty discouraging. I mean, oh yeah, because that's two in a row now. I mean, Rich yeah. Gannon. Didn't have him one. He's a voter, and Boomer doesn't have him one, and he's a voter. Yeah, yeah, and, and I, I appreciate Joe your your plea there. And, and I'm trying. I'm trying to represent Hertz in the city of Philadelphia. Like I'm, we're talking to two voters out of fifty today, and I'm trying to to use a Hank Stram term, matriculate the ball down the field on behalf of the Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, and I feel like we're not getting anywhere. Yeah, I, I, and again, that's why I just come back to. And I don't think that he ever had a chance. I really don't. I think it didn't matter, you know, what he did. And and the see, but where, but Charlie, that, where I disagree with you on that is, I think this is circumstantial, and I think the in this instance, Boomer and, and Gannon, but probably others, are not fairly assessing the reality. Like, I don't know how to put this. I'll just put it this way. If one quarterback has 13 wins and played 14 games and one quarterback has 13 wins and played 16 games, I think the quarterback that played 14 games looks better. Yeah. I just, I, I just I, do. I just, I just think you look better. I you mean, could for, also I mean, say the quarterback with 5,200 passing yards least, and 50 touchdowns yeah. looks better than the one with, you know, 3,900 and, you know, right. a, Close to a thousand yards, but rushing. also close to a thousand yards rushing and an automatic on quarterback sneaks. And I mean, they're both remarkable. I, they're both unbelievable. Here's another thing too. I mean, if you look at it, um, you know, Micah Parsons as uh, compared to Hassan Reddick, Hassan Reddick's having a better season. I agree yeah, with that. Yeah. Well, Do you really agree with that? Well, he's I mean, more productive. Yeah, statistically. Yeah, statistically, more sacks, better season. more fumbles caused. And wow. Yeah, he's it. It's pretty amazing. Wow, I didn't People realize missing missing that. Interesting. Yeah, it feels like it's just disrespect all up and down the team. I mean, you know, Reddick should be defensive player of the year, and Hurt should be the MVP. But well, we I don't know about that. I mean, listen, the San Fran dude Bosa is pretty amazing, but but Reddick Reddick should be, you know, I mean, hopefully in the top five or so. I mean, he's been awesome. Charlie, give me a big answer, man. What's a ripoff, present or, or past? Um, so I have a, a ripoff that worked in our favor. Uh, the purchase of Alaska was cheaper than the Louisiana purchase and the Florida purchase, and it really worked out for us. Yeah, although Louisiana was a better purchase, right? Um, well, I mean, depending on your historical. You'd rip out the middle of the country. I mean, like, no Louisiana yeah. or no, no Alaska. What do we, I mean, Louisiana, we'd lose, like, 18 states. Alaska, we'd yeah, lose but, one state. But, 
but Louisiana, we paid fifteen million dollars for in eighteen oh three, and Alaska, oh, I we know. paid seven I'm, million dollars. I'm, I'm joking around, Charlie. Appreciate the call, man. Always good stuff. Imagine John trying to get out to L.A. by by land. If we don't have Louisiana, the the toll, French would be like, "Yo, you got to give us." Uh, 200 bucks to cross you through. To your, you have to use your passport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or just go north of it. Um, well, yeah. But, drive. Pretty uh, big, pretty big. Uh, You'd uh, have to go to Canada. I mean, it was, yeah, we, didn't, we didn't have like. All of it. Yeah, we didn't have any of that. We, we had nothing, man. Louisiana is very key. By the way, Thomas Jefferson did not have the power to legally acquire Louisiana when he did. But he's like, yeah, it doesn't matter. I, I, I'm going to acquire it anyway. All right, uh, our next guest uh, texted me during the last commercial break because I said if the Chiefs, if the Bills game versus the Bengals is not played, I said two options of how you figure out the one seed. Option one is winning percentage, which means the Chiefs would get it over the Bills if they both win this weekend. Or option two is flip a coin. Elliot Shore Parks had texted me, and he believes there's a third option. Mr. Shore Parks, how are you, buddy? What's going on, man? I'm happy I didn't text you anything else. If I knew you were just going to have me, you know, basically well, call in and say everything I text. Just you know, know I I have a certain degree, related. certain degree of discretion here. I mean, I I know <laughs> what to put on air and you yeah, know, the 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 other stuff to keep off air. And by the way, you're a king at the other stuff, but that's neither here nor there. Hey, man. No, I'm I'm playing around. <laughs> All right, Ellie, what's your other solution that you think could uh, be in play? Yeah, I mean, I, I think we would all agree it's a very tough situation. There's probably not a great solution to anything. But I think the best solution is actually a pretty clear cut. They should just do head-to-head. The Bills beat the Chiefs. The Bengals beat the Chiefs. The Chiefs had two chances to not put themselves in a situation against those two teams where they would have controlled their own destiny better. And, you know, I understand the strength of schedule and one game and all that. The bottom line is the Bills beat the Chiefs. To have the Chiefs turn out with the number one seed I think is unfair. I even think the Bengals should go ahead of the Chiefs. It was up to me, and I was making this decision. I wouldn't do strength of schedule. I wouldn't do, you know, winning percentage. I wouldn't do flip a coin. I would look at the games these teams played, and those three teams played, and the Chiefs lost to the other two. So I would put Bills one, Bengals two, Chiefs three. Listen, it's fascinating. So let me ask you this one. What do you think the league will do? I mean, the league obviously is hoping. They don't really have to rule. Because they're, yeah. they're they're hoping there's separation, natural separation between the Chiefs, Bills, and and uh, and Bengals this weekend. Like Chiefs win, the other two teams lost. Like all right, nice and easy. But let's say it doesn't happen like that. What do you think the league will do? Well, I think if you're a conspiracy theorist guy, I think the Chiefs losing on Saturday would certainly certainly help things out, right? But but I think what the league will do is what what it sounds like pro football talk is talking about. They'll declare it a no contest and they'll go off winning percentage, but. One thing I think the league has to take into consideration with this is the team that's going to get hurt the most by this is also the team that's dealing with the tragedy. And I know it's a, it's a league-wide thing, and obviously it's something that's impacted everybody. No question. But the, but the team that is going to go from one to, what, three, if I'm not mistaken, is also the team who's dealing with this in the most real, raw form. So I think that's something the league has to be aware of from not only an optics standpoint, but a fairness standpoint. I agree. And I, I have to be considered. All right, Ellie, while we have you here for a moment, and then we'll get right back to the calls, but just curious, your your sense of this Jalen Hurts thing. Uh, I don't know if you've been listening too much today, but I, I referenced I'm starting to get increasingly concerned that he's that he is and has been more injured than we thought. John is is not of that mindset. Um, where do you stand? I mean, that the fact that he was a limited participant by estimation yesterday in a walkthrough, meaning what they think he would have been if they had a real practice – what do you make of that, and what do you make of the situation? Yeah. 
I mean, I said yesterday, me and James were recording the, the Go Birds pod, and I said if he was limited on the first day of practice of the week, then I don't think he's playing. Now, he's limited. He was. So, you know, part of me is a little – I don't know if I want to fully back that up. But, yeah, I think it's 100% fair to be concerned that he might not play. I mean, he is dealing with a serious shoulder injury. If you ignore what they've said, you know, because let's be real, when they're at the podium, they don't – they have uh, agendas, right? I mean, and rightfully so. They want to pers- – uh, they want to give off a certain message. Ignore all that. We saw the hit he took. We saw the fact that he's dealing with a serious shoulder injury. And we know that he's barely practiced in two weeks. So you look at that and then you add in that he's limited. The actual events of what's happening does not lend itself to thinking that he's going to play on Sunday. Um, Elliot, stay well, man. Appreciate you calling in. And uh, maybe Except maybe played. Maybe Rich will talk. Maybe John's ears will work when when you talk. Like it doesn't seem like it. No, he was he he was listed as limited, and everyone was just walking through the plays. They said they had to put a a label on it. If if I'm the Eagles, I want to put a limited label on it because they like to be deceptive. But John, if he's limited, why why do you want to put limited? uh, Because I said if I'm the Eagles, (laughs) I I wouldn't. You're the Eagles. Why? I wouldn't because they. They focus on this, you know, like uh, subterfuge. <laughs> like, let's try to trick everyone the and Trojan not let horse? anyone know who's playing. Yeah, well, the Trojan horse but, but, theory, but right? Think about this. Think about this real quick. If he's going to play against the Giants, don't you want the Giants thinking he's healthy? Why do you want them thinking you're, you're, that this quarterback they're going to put out there, that, by the way, is going to be in the same playoffs they're in, is actually still 50-50? They're going to go after him? They're going to do that? Like, it, it behooves the Eagles this week if he's playing to put off a perception that he's ready to go. No, because Nick Sirianni knows how much time and effort go it goes into preparing a game plan. And as an offensively minded guy, he you know, he knows what the defensive coordinators are doing planning for different quarterbacks, multiple quarterbacks. You have to come up with multiple plans to to defend against them and it's just going to take more time and he likes that approach. Well, I'll say this, Elliot, you're a brilliant human. It's proof that you don't have to go to Stanford to be brilliant. Thank you for calling in, Elliot. Temple made, Temple made. All right, talk to you guys later. <laughs> there you go. All right, good stuff. Um, all right, to the phones we go. Let's go to Mike right now. Hi, Mike. Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you? Great, Mike. Very good. Happy New Year to everybody. Happy New Year. To you too, buddy. Listen, this is the craziest conversation I think I've ever heard. I mean, I was one of the very few that was in Richie's corner that Jalen should have played in Dallas because I'm sorry, I still cannot get out of my head – the vision of Jalen Jordan, a 50-yard bomb to A.J. in the fourth quarter of that Bears game. So, mm-hmm. is he hurt? Yeah, he's hurt, but he ain't injured. All right? Mm-hmm. I feel uh, like Mike, he... Mike, Mike, do you remember Donovan throwing four touchdowns on a broken ankle? Joe, he was on his ankle. Okay? Was, that was different. That was completely different. Completely different. It's a completely different injury. He could he could hobble around, but he still had a good arm. But, Mike, okay? but hold on. Okay, let me, let me frame it. Okay, let me give you a different retort. There's two different things to this me. Is really Hold on, to me. Mike. I think you're missing the bigger point here. Actually, let me let me put it this way. There's two different concerns with Jalen Hurts' injury, as I perceive it. One is his capability of throwing the ball. Okay, I think that is the least important thing that's probably on the table. The mm-hmm. second and more important thing is his ability to not get further injured He's if landed get upon. landed on by a 330 pound guy and that's you know, not a problem so, john no, of, of course yeah and and it's the same every guy <laughs> on the, the field issue. every yeah. guy on the field has that problem john, john, john Look, mike mike with, if if he's if if he's if he's hurt in the playoffs will they protect him or will they play him depends how hurt he is 
Okay. No, I mean, if he says he can, I play, think he'll play in the playoffs. He, I agree. He should, and he should be allowed to give it a go. I, because I, after the season, and this is what happens with every football player, you fix the stuff that breaks. Of course, like that's just what they do. Like, do, do are they going to hold them out of the postseason? I don't think games? so. Like, I don't think so. So, so this is essentially a postseason game to achieve the ultimate goal. Like, this is a must-win situation. And, and I, I think they will certainly pull him if we're up by three touchdowns in the third quarter. I think you have to get up by three touchdowns, and you should not be trusting Gardner Minshew to be able to accomplish what he can accomplish. It's very straightforward, and it's very simple. And the fact that every other guy on that team makes the same sacrifice, they are beat to hell right now. And, and, and that you think he is this, so different that he can't play through injury while everyone else is. Well, that's 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 so skewed. For to what me. it's worth, they sat him out the last two games, or he was deemed and, out. And so, I, and, and other I guys played. I don't think and it needed to be. No, I get it, Mike. I, Mike, give me what's a ripoff? What is or was a ripoff? Weddings. You know, it's a pretty good it's answer, a man. Damn good answer. <laughs> it is a damn good. James, answer. all right, let me ask you a question. Yes, you, you're the you're the guy here that most recently got got married. Yes. What aspect of the wedding is the biggest ripoff financially? Oh, man. Honestly, honestly, a is lot. Is it the venue? Is it the food? Is it the band? So is it the ha- photographer? Like, what What do you think is outrageously priced? I think, honestly, the vast majority of it is, like, everything is more expensive than it should be because they can't. Because they, you have to do it. Like, especially most venues force you to work with this caterer or that caterer or whatever. So it's all built in. So you're getting, you're getting railroaded from the jump. I, for so me, so just to be clear, at a typical venue, you're right. not allowed to bring in your own food. It depends. Different venues have different things. Sure. So our venue, the one we went to, they said you can choose one of these five caterers. These are the only five we yeah. work with. Pick one. And they're all right? expensive. And they're all expensive. Yeah. Exactly. So you're kind of railroaded into it. The venue itself wasn't that bad comparatively, but the food was crazy expensive. Now, we were able to get our own liquor, so I have a buddy who owns a bar, and I was able to get cheaper liquor. Like, there's a lot of ways you can go about yeah. it, but if you just go through the normal channels for weddings, wedding planners, the whole thing, it is all crazy expensive yeah. for, for a day. John, are you a believer in the band or the DJ that plays the music from the artist you actually know? I am a big fan of the band. And I didn't tell you guys, I'm officially divorced now. As wow. of the end of December. All right. It is finally it's uh, official. Okay. Official. All okay. right. Uh, but I, once upon a time. You're supposed to hit the breaking news side? I don't that? know. I was like, caught me off guard there. I mean, yeah. we know. You know I, I actually happening. forgot to tell you. Okay. <laughs> I forgot to tell no, you guys. It's the first time we're, I mean, we've known, sure. the, you know, the so process. So, full disclosure to everyone listening yeah. James and I have known this process has been ongoing. For some time, for but obviously out of, respe- a lot of time. out of respect for John yeah. and his family, we, we did not discuss that on the air. But, John, if, if this is obviously It is home, official, yes. Yeah. And, uh, and the band, I think the band is necessary. I, I love the band. Now, a DJ can do a good job of sort of, you know, being the MC. Well, you actually get to event. hear Michael Jackson. You actually get to hear and Frank did, Sinatra. For what it's worth, going back to the original purpose of this question, the DJs are way cheaper. Than the band. Well, that's like, my point. Way cheaper. I mean, I'm a band guy. True. I love bands. I, if you can afford it, go with a band. 
but it is a significant drop off. It's got to be a good band who can actually Agree. pull off the, the yeah. songs that you want. And then to what get. else would you skimp on? I mean, you got the limo option, you got the photog. I mean, maybe just say, "Hey Richie, take some pictures of me." Like, <laughs> yeah, hey, I don't want to I don't want to pay some guy yeah. thousands where of dollars. They'll put little like um cameras on the tables and yeah. be like, "Hey, oh, you're, yeah. you're our photographers sure. for the night." Yeah. And it's like the, so many people yeah. take pictures now on their phones yeah, and stuff anyway. Right. What, I, What's I your would, opinion of the Friday wedding to save a lot of money? And then you put all the guests in a spot where they yeah, got to take a day off. I don't love it. I don't it's love tough, it. It's a tough I don't move. love it. I, I think you got to suck it up and do Saturday if you can. Yeah. You know? All right. Let's go to KC right now in Voorhees. Hi, KC. Hey, what's up, buddy? How you doing? Good. You're doing man. great, KC. All, all good, man. Hey, 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 man. I love talking to you guys, man. But real quick, and I agree with you, John. Jalen Hurst is going to play. I believe he's going to play because they know what we're up against. Right. And I take it from Minshew, and like I said yesterday, I think they should play him for the first quarter and then put Jalen Hurts if he's not doing good. But you know, and and, and I'm not going to. Everybody's coming down on uh, Sirianni. Sirianni's a good coach. He didn't lose that game. I think Mitchell was a little nervous. That's all. You know what I mean? But he he pulled together. You know. But I really believe that uh, Jalen Hurts is going to play. And if they guard if they play that starters and not the Giants, yeah. we're going to win that game. And if you can remember when John Ryan played, he had a broken hand. His hand looked like a a a, a light bulb. That guy was out there holding them, people pulled him down. Mm. Even when Mike Vick went out, when they crushed him in his chest, he came, He wasn't 100%, but he came back and went. And Jalen Hurst said himself a couple weeks ago, he he overcome a lot of stuff, a lot of injuries. So he, I think he's going to play, man. I really do. I hope he knows me again. Hope he's up again, excuse me. And uh, we're going to be all right, regardless if play the starters or not. I think we're going, and I agree with John, I think he's going to play and get the MVP regardless, you know, so – we just got to hope everything goes well. <laughs> and my friend brought out to Lamar, uh, 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 the, the gentleman got hurt. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I want to I want to share a real good, a real quick prayer. If it's all right with you. You want to share a prayer? Yeah, for 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 uh, for him, for him the, court, the guy that got hurt. All right. If you could just keep it on the shorter side, we don't normally have you know pr- real, prayer, real but quick, this is an quick. important thing. So go ahead, please. Real quick, Heavenly Father, we come to you all of us from WIP, everybody. It's a beautiful thing when all human races come together and pray for this gentleman. We know, Heavenly Father, you put your breath in his body. We know you put your eyesight in his mind. That's why he opened his eyes up, Lord. And we come to you, Lord. We humble you, Lord. We know you're the Father of all gods, Heavenly Father. We abide by you, Heavenly Father. It is just a beautiful thing for him to open his eyes up. Everybody came together like a family, like brothers and sisters, man. And this young man opened his eyes because, you know, we know you made it happen, Heavenly Father. And prayer helps. We have never forsake you. We love you, Heavenly Father, for all the things you've done for us, Lord. And, Lord, we thank you for the WIP talking about good sports. Thank you. Thank you. On behalf of WIP, I'll say thank you on that front. All right, my brother. KC, thanks, buddy. Thank you very much. Didn't know how long we were going. I figured once he got to WIP, on behalf of WIP, I could jump in. (laughs) Trying to be, what's the word, tactful? Yeah, yeah showing some tact. Trying to show some tact, you know, have some couth. I mean, you don't want to interrupt prayer. No. So, John, I, I think I told was, you this, this story. I had a teacher in high school. Uh, great, great teacher, great guy. And his thing, and, you know, I went to a Catholic yeah, high school, yeah, Je- sure. Jesuit high school. And we'd have been, you know, so you had prayer we'd have been in a tie and a jacket. Like, this was, you know. So we would have a, just one particular class. The teacher liked to start it with prayer. I don't think it was common in other classes. But one class, this guy liked to start it with prayer. And you go around the room every day. Every day there'd be a different person leading the prayer. Cool. Just go in order, like you know, right down the line. So this one day it comes to this guy who's a buddy of mine, and um, his idea instead of doing the uh, you know 15 second version, he just and he was a prankster. We we had a lot of good. <laughs> he opens the Bible. 
And he just starts reading. Okay. And his thing was, let's find out how long it takes the teacher to cut me off. Right? I mean, this is the kind of creative instincts you get at the prep where people are trying to be, (laughs) you know. I mean, I I love this move, right? So he's 20 minutes into it. No way. 20 20 minutes. And we're all just dying. We're loving it. No way. 20 minutes, James. And finally, the teacher's like, all right, all right, Dave, 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 we got it. We got it. We got it. 20 minutes. I can't 20 minutes. imagine that the teacher would allow that. <laughs> it's 20 minutes. Uh, 20 seconds. 20 I'm minutes. Like, right, I mean, how do you cut off a prayer? Like, now, apparently, there, you, there's two ways. One, WIP gets mentioned, or two, the teacher eventually jumps in. <laughs> 20 minutes go by, and he's minutes, like, all right, so. wait, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was awesome. All right, what is better than that, better than awesome, is the news we got earlier today on Damar Hamlin. James, for those just tuning in, this is about an hour and a half ago, but could you frame again what uh, the yeah, various pieces yeah. of information so, were? So the first update we got was from the Buffalo Bills themselves. Uh, this was the update per the physicians caring for Damar Hamlin at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. Damar has shown remarkable improvement over the past 24 hours. While still critically ill, he has demonstrated that he appears to be neurologically intact. His lungs continue to heal, and he's making steady progress. We are grateful for the love and support we have received. So that was the first update we got, which was phenomenal. Uh, Ian Rappaport uh, expounds on that. Um, Bill's, this is a couple hours ago. Uh, Bill's safety, Demar Hamlin, opened his eyes last night and is responsive. Uh, truly incredible. He wrote, uh, and then he went on to say that Demar Hamlin has been gripping the hands of those close to him, another very positive sign. Really amazing. I mean, it's just, it's glorious. It really is glorious, and uh, it's awesome, absolutely awesome. Joe Cameron, John Ritchie, the King, Howard Eskin joins us next. More calls in the one o'clock hour as well on 94 WIP. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.